Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Kevin Knight, and I'm here in Gothenburg, Sweden, with Oskar Bergström. Yes. Thanks for joining us, Oskar. Thank you very much. But I'd like to start by hearing a little bit about your upbringing. How is it that you came to be a member of the church? Okay, cool. Uh, I was born into the church. Um, I was introduced by my parents, of course. Okay. Uh, I have two wonderful parents that taught me early in life about, uh, you know, the, the gospel and, and about Jesus Christ. Okay. And were they themselves uh, converts or were they raised in the church as well? Um, my dad was a convert uh, when he was a teenager, I think okay. he was. And my, my mother as well, but her whole family joined the church Okay. Um, together, I think, okay. if I remember it right. Okay, great, great. Um, siblings? I have two brothers okay. and one sister. Okay, all right. And where do you fall in that, uh, in that group? I'm in the middle. In the middle. Uh, I have one older brother, one younger brother, and okay. one younger sister. And uh, we were talking earlier, it's, it's, it's not uncommon for teenagers to kind of stop coming to church sometimes for right. at least a period um, while their parents continue to hope that they'll come. You right. had a little bit the opposite experience. <laughs> I did. Up. I did. Tell us about that. Uh, well, I was, as I said before, I was introduced to the church and to the gospel by my parents. But when I was about 15 or I think it was 16 years old, uh-huh. My parents told me that they were going to take a break from the church, and that break have lasted ever since. Okay. So. Uh, and you kept coming. Yeah, I, 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 it made me, or it kind of forced me to choose by mm-hmm. myself what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. My parents have, you know, I love them of all of my heart uh, and admire them, but and they have always supported me in, in my choices, yeah. uh, and um, but I had to choose for myself because I thought that. Church was fun. I thought that the gospel was interesting, and I, I felt that I had a relationship with my heavenly Father, and so, so I, I had to, um, to, to ponder about that and, and think for myself and find an answer for myself, and that answer eventually came, and I decided that I were going to keep on going, and I felt inspired to do so. Okay. How, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what that, what that time period was like for you. You knew you had to make a decision because no, there, there was no longer any sort of, uh, you know, everybody gets in the car on Sunday and this happens. <laughs> right. Uh, how did you go about finding out for yourself? How long did that take? Well, I think when that happened, and I remembered when my parents told me it was a Sunday and, you know, we were going to go to church, but uh, my parents weren't at home at the time. And, and so I thought that was a little bit strange. <laughs> Um, uh, but I dressed up and I went to church. We just we lived just um, uh, down the hill from the church from okay. here uh-huh. in, in this chapel. Sure. And uh, and I went here and I was here for the three hours and then I went home and my parents still weren't home and I thought that I should maybe call them and see where they are at. And they told me that they were in the park. And uh, I mean that's fine. But uh, when they came home, came home that uh, later that evening. I remember my, my, my mother told me that they wanted to explain and they said that they were going to take a break from the church and that they, they felt that uh, they needed that in, in, in some way. Okay. Um, but at that time, I, even at that conversation I had with my mother, I, I, I remember that, well, I, I couldn't understand it. I, I didn't understand why. Why would you need a break from the church? Because I thought it was fun here. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I, you know, I got some special rest in, in church, and I felt 
how how much uh, the gospel have helped me in my life and so even from that point when that happened I, I, I felt that I should keep on going um, but then I've had you know as everyone else uh, it's easy to uh, to uh, just do the same thing that your parents are doing and or right. and so I, I had to think for myself and really go into prayer and and that's what I did and I felt that God told me and, and, and shared with me that he are there and that he is uh, taking care of me and that he wants me to, to know that he is there. Okay. So you never took a break? I didn't. No, okay. I did not. What about your siblings? Did they... My older brother decided uh, that he was not... like he, I think he was, he was a little bit earlier, you know, a couple of years before that happened. He decided he was not going to oh, be okay. coming anymore. Uh -huh. And uh, he later on in life, uh, yeah, he, he, he left the church. And um, my little brother also kept on going. Okay. Uh, and my little sister was so small. So she's a little bit, there's a, she's uh, 10 years uh, younger okay. than my uh, younger brother. Okay. And so she was, she was, I think she was three at the time. Okay. Something like so that. did she go to church or did she stay home with your parents? Well, in the beginning, she came, you know, she came with my parents, but no, then when they stopped going, uh, she, stopped going. she stopped going as okay. well. Yeah. So now part of the family is active and part of the family is yeah. not. Yeah. <clears throat> and how you're all still close, right? Yeah, we are. I mean, I love my parents and, yeah. and I think we have all been very accepting on, on whatever we have chosen to do. At least uh -huh. I hope that they feel that I've, I've uh, accept them or and, and love them for you know who they are and not because they're not coming to church or yeah. Uh, yeah so I think we have a great respect to each other even my older brother I admire and love him very much I think he's an awesome guy mm -hmm. um, and uh, he is still a great person <laughs> right even though he doesn't believe in the gospel that the church teaches so how, how does that um, I guess, what, what would be your advice, what is your philosophy on... Because it can be jarring when somebody, especially somebody close to you, you've had this shared uh, experience, this shared culture, uh, this shared bond right. in the church, and then all of a sudden that breaks. It can, it can be jarring, it can be hard to cope with that. It can, it can, it can trigger very complicated emotions. What's your philosophy, what's your advice on how to handle that? when loved ones make a different decision, choose a different path? I mean, of course, it's, it was a little bit sad and I had to, you know, think and ponder on why. Mm -hmm. and, and I've been pondering and thinking about that ever since. I, I, I've never really, you know, received a, a great answer that really explained it to me. Uh, and I think it's because, you know, we all have different experiences of what we have learned and uh, what God have told us and, and, and spiritual experiences. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think the key is to, or for me it has been at least to, you know, it's so important that we don't judge people just because they have chosen not to live, uh, you know, by, by the gospel or right. you know, in, in that way. And, and that we are, you know, the, the most important thing that Jesus Christ have, have I think, you know, taught us when, when he came here on this earth and he, he, he was here, he taught us that we need to, to love everyone and to, uh, you know, that is the gospel. That is the mm -hmm. key. Uh, 
it's it's pure love and it's uh, charity and happiness and i think if we live that and and are doing that instead of focusing on on what people don't do if that makes sense right um and are just trying to be good ourselves i mean i'm not perfect i'm not uh, great on that at every every particular um situation but I, i i try and when i think when i feel that i'm sad because you know I, my parents or friends or whatever it might be that have been in the church and then have left i feel that well i i have jesus christ in my life and that mm. is the greatest joy that i can feel and the best way that i can do is to to share that joy and share that happiness and love that he teach me to share with others i think that's such an interesting point that if that makes sense know, oh absolutely jesus jesus tells us right um you know put your candle on a hill right? right spread that light right and we interpret that i think too narrowly mm-hmm. when we think that we have to um that that we have to pressure other people to live the way that we live exactly uh, a huge part of that light of having christ in our lives and wanting to be like him and following his footsteps is loving right and 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 jesus certainly loved many many people whose choices he disagreed with and he continues to do that as our savior that is the whole reason why he came and the best thing that he did i think was not to convince others uh, right. and other people that he is a jesus christ but he taught by by example and i think that's what we need to do as well by patient uh, example by patient example and just uh, sh- you know share love with one another and and and, and just <laughs> show them that we still love them right of course and that we don't um, i think the worst thing that we can do is to you know put us in different uh, to separate separate us and think that everything is just about us that are going to church that we are the <laughs> the ones that are important and we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. we should include everyone mm-hmm. everyone are potential churchgoers right. and we should just see everyone as you know one big family and and and, and share that love love yeah. with one another and in your case you've been able to keep that as one big happy family right, right. that's that's how i see it yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I, i i pray and i hope that my parents my older brother and and um, uh, other friends that i had uh, that i've chosen to to live another path don't feel that i judge them because they don't believe they okay uh, in the gospel anymore because i think that can happen sometimes sure. i think and do you have kids i do. I have one okay. one child, okay. and one kid. How old? She's three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah. So that is a very busy time for parents at church. And so it strikes me that when you were 15, you mentioned the church was fun. Right. Church is a little bit less fun when you're chasing around a fussy toddler during nap time <laughs> and, and things like that. Um, is church still fun for you? I think so. Yeah, of course, there are some boring times. Uh-huh. There is. <laughs> I mean, the church is an organization. It's 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 a way for us to... I mean, Jesus taught us that we should come often together and pray together and, and, and worship together because it will recharge our batteries and it will help us to, to you know, to, to continue on the narrow path. And I mean, it's a big organization that we are about service so that we can, can meet together often right. and pray together and worship together and, and be so that we can recharge our batteries. I mean, yeah, I love that. And so even if I if I feel that it's hard sometimes, I, I, I feel that coming to church for me, I love coming to church every Sunday because it's a 
it's two hours now. It was three, <laughs> but it's two hours now when you can just come into the church and shut the door and then you just leave the world kind of for two hours and just focus on, on Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important, you know, and what I value with the church coming here. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about having fun anymore. It's more of finding that peace and just being calm and just focus on what's important for two hours. I think one of the reasons why Jesus has instructed us to come together often is because, yes, in addition to getting that nourishment and recharging those spiritual batteries, uh, I think that we are at times able to lean on one another. Right. um, Yes. Even even spiritually. Uh, You know, of course, the service organization and if we are, you know, in need of something, then the church is going to rally and help us. But there's also people here who will have experiences that are different from ours, uh, whose experiences and faith and testimony we can rely on. And I'm curious if there have been times since you were 15, 16 years old where you have maybe found yourself in a lull spiritually or in terms of the gospel, found your motivation waning, and whether there's been a role for members of your ward or whether you've looked to somebody for, right. you know, to, to lean on them, whether they knew it or not, um, throughout your life and adult, your adult life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, life is a roller coaster and it really goes, you know, you have the hills going down as well as they're going up sometimes. And that's how life is. Um, and, uh, you know, church have always been a support for me when we are feeling that, you know, life is heavy or we are... I work as a police officer and sometimes I feel very, you know, a lot of darkness Mm -hmm. surrounding me because I I see things that I don't wish to see all the time and uh, I don't always know how to handle. And sometimes I come to church with, you know, I don't know what to do and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, and uh, feeling agony or whatever it might be. But then I just look at other people and I feel inspired and I feel that my batteries are being recharged. Uh, uh, But I think one of the most important thing, and I think that helped me by, you know, early in life, realizing that it is so important to have a personal relationship with your, you know, Heavenly Father. No one can convince you that the gospel is true. And we've been on that topic already. But I mean, it's so important that we are finding that for ourselves. And that's where prayer comes in. And I mean, the standard primary answers, prayer, scriptures, yeah. modern prophets, like, you know, read uh, Liahona, it's in, it's in Swedish, uh, yeah, yeah. Swedish magazine, yeah. the Ensign. Yeah. Listen to talks, inspirational podcasts as this, or whatever it might be, going to church, it just, we, some, we always need to be nourished mm-hmm. sometimes. I think that's so true, that you cannot be convinced. Right. Heavenly Father has taught us that we learn and he teaches us through the Holy Ghost in our mind and in our heart. Um, but that heart has to come into play and, and, right. and relationships are of the heart. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I couldn't agree more that it's so important for us to have that strong relationship with, um, with our Heavenly Father and with our Savior. Coming back to this idea of sharing your light, mm-hmm. I think that every member of this church in just about every ward and branch in the world is attending church or is in the same congregation as somebody 
who's probably struggling with some with some uh, with their testimony. Um, they might be they might be struggling more intellectually, where where uh, they're they're coming across new information, or or in some cases, uh, information that comes from sources that are trying actively to dissuade okay. them. I mean, right. I, I think it's um, I think it's beautiful that your parents. Um, made that decision, but then didn't try to convince you to make that decision. They left right. it to you. I think it's, it's beautiful and we have that kind of respect for one another. But how, uh, how do you and how would you recommend those people who are in a ward where they may or may not know that someone is going through those struggles, but, but they're surrounded by people who probably some of them are. How can we help people who uh, are having doubts or wondering whether they really believe in this anymore. Right. I think, I mean, that's when I always come back to, because I remember I've had that experience myself. Uh, uh. I had a, there was a time in my life when a lot of my friends instead were starting to leave the church or read anti-literature and the things that were trying to convince people that it was not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was new to me and uh, there was a lot of people that felt that they didn't know what to do exactly what you're describing and and I felt that I was going to be this rescuer that we're going to read all of this and I was going to find the solution to all of the problems Uh and and just solve them for them but then of course you know I read things that I wasn't prepared for and that I didn't know and and um uh, that I was, you know, raising my eyebrows about and uh, thinking about and didn't know how to answer them. And I could not be this problem, you know, person that could just solve yeah. everything. And and I remember feeling dark and I remember on my mission, when I was on my mission, there was this uh, person that described uh, the... Uh, um, you know, the feelings that we feel, just what you're explaining, that it was like uh, in Harry Potter, there's this prisoner or the prison keepers of Azkaban. that's mm-hmm. just sucking mm-hmm. out the happiness and the joy from you. Uh-huh. And that's the same feeling that I felt. And so I didn't know what to do. Okay. I was just feeling surrounded by darkness. But that's when it just came up to me that I need to, you know, take everything aside, both the feelings that I had, that I've had um, about, you know, yes, the church are true or the gospel is true. Mm-hmm. And then I took all the feelings and thoughts that I had about, no, the church is not true because of what I just read, uh-huh. or the gospel is not true. And I separated it, and I just went to my Father in Heaven and asked Him, are you there? And are you, are you for real? And um, are you, you know, is, is this real? Or am I just imagining this? And that's when it really struck to me like an arrow. It just came right through and telling me that I'm there and I've always been been there and I will always be there. Um, and it was just an amazing feeling and it's hard to describe it. It's like explaining how, you know, it's hard to explain how salt tastes like to someone that haven't mm-hmm. tasted salt. Uh, and it's very personal. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the best thing that you can do if you are challenging with your emotions and views and you don't know what to do. And that's what you need to do. Separate, take everything on side and just ask, go to him, the, the source. Yeah. And if he is there, then ask him and he will show you the way. That's what the scriptures and everyone yeah. talks about. All right. Um, last question. 
How do you stay close enough to Heavenly Father to be able to keep leaning on Him in that way? I mean, certainly when you have that relatively dramatic experience where it pierces you in the heart right. um, and, and just fills you with all that love and, and hope and light. Um, but all lights can fade if we don't you know, yeah. keep at them. Uh, how do you stay close to Heavenly Father? How do you, how do you nurture that relationship? For me, it's always been prayer, scriptures, and going to the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, standing truthful to my to my covenants that I have, mm-hmm. you know, uh, given to God and and have you know showed Him and and told Him that I would do. And every time I do that and focus and ponder and I think also to reflect and to um, how do you call it in, in English when you are, it's, it's another word for pondering. Uh, uh, what is it in Swedish? I don't know. Oh, it's right. okay. <laughs> I forgot the word. Oh. But just, you know, <laughs> thinking about life and then... Reflecting. Reflecting and, uh, yeah, maybe I said that. Uh, and just focus on the easy things, you know. Prayer yeah. is a powerful tool. Um, it and it works and it's there. I mean, our Father wants us. Our Father in heaven, I believe, wants us to know that He is there. He wants to support us. Right. And um, and so just the simple things as as prayer, scriptures, and going to the temple. I think just honoring my covenants. Yeah. Um, that helps me a lot. It's simple and it's beautiful. It is for me. It is, and I I think that's why the prophets and Every leader in the church always talks about those things, and Jesus talks about them in, you know, in, in yeah. the scriptures, and everyone that have lived, they always go back to that. Yeah. Prayer and, you know, honoring your covenants and That's true. going to church, okay. read the scriptures. Oscar, thank you very much. Well, thank you. Appreciate you sharing your insights with us. Thank you very much.